Hey guys, so uh, before we jump into the, I just want to say, if you're not fully caught up with The Mandalorian, um, don't listen to this. Um, go watch episode five of The Mandalorian, and then you're welcome to come back and listen to this. And as always, if you don't care about spoilers, then, um, then sure, hey, do your thing. But um, please don't listen if you haven't watched it, because it's kind of probably one of the best Star Wars things ever, and I really don't want you to be spoiled. I mean, I think everyone knows what's happening, but, you know, just as a good Star Wars fan, I just want to give you the opportunity to not be spoiled. So, if you move forward, then you're doing it to yourself, okay? And I have no pity on you. Okay, so Ahsoka. We have Ahsoka in live-action Star Wars now. Holy fucking shit. Um, amazing and um, I'm kind of losing uh, my mind over how awesome it is. And it's making me think about what the possibility for uh, the future could be. Uh, not just in terms of the Mandalorian, but in terms of just everything. Disney Plus and everything. You know, we, we, we know that not that long ago it was announced that Disney is pushing everything streaming um i will be interested to see how um how they keep to that um because from the article that i read and from a lot of the reports i said they are literally like i guess no more disney movies and theaters i guess everything's going streaming now i don't really know if i believe that or not um sure um let's let's go with that um you know I, I again i i and don't get me wrong this is a i think at some point as a culture we will get to a point where going to the movie theater will be it'll be a lot more expensive and it'll be more of a novelty thing it'll be like going to see a football game live or a hockey game live or something like that you're going to be spending a little bit more but you're going to get this prime experience of seeing a film in a theater. Whereas for the rest of us, we'll just watch it at home, you know? Um, so I do think we'll get to a point where that happens. It's just interesting to me that are we actually getting to that point? Like now, is that how far forward uh, the pandemic has pushed the entertainment industry? That just is really interesting to me. So I'm just interested to see how much disney actually keeps to what they say when they say they're going to start releasing everything on streaming um i'll be interested to see if they ever do a, a premium side you know like they what they tried to do with mulan initially uh whether they'll do like you know an adult section so they can have more mature things um but i say all that to say what i want to say about star wars which is um let me go ahead and say this and get this out of the way. This is not connected to anything, and it's going to seem random, but just trust me, there's a reason why I'm mentioning this out of context to everything else I just said. There's a moment in this new episode where, you know, Mando and Asuka get done, you know, protecting the city and everything, and he goes, I'm going to go back to the ship and get the and get Grogu and, and bring him, you know, bring him back to you so you can train him. 
And so he leaves and he goes on the ship. And, you know, he, he says to Grogu, hey, you know, wake up, kid. It's, you know, it's time for us to say goodbye. And so they, they, they really make you feel like, oh, wow, like they're, they're actually, they're actually going to do this. Like Mando, Mando is parting ways with the kid. And so at first, before the whole scene played out, I was like, wow, we're actually doing this. He's going to give the kid to Ahsoka and, you know, he's just, he's going to go off and do his own thing, which on one hand, I was like, okay, well, that's cool. That's cool that they have the balls to know what they're doing and know that they can still keep the show going, you know, without baby Yoda needing to be a part of it. Because again, as many other people online have said, and, and I will reiterate myself is, you know, going into that first episode of Mando last season, we didn't know who baby Yoda was. We didn't know what we were getting. We were going into it purely for our love of new star Wars and because we thought this Mando character looked really fucking badass. That's why we started watching the show. But then we did get the child. And seeing his relationship with the child grow is what kept a lot of people coming back. And I think there were people like me who would have kept watching the show regardless of what happened. But it would be very unwise to 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 notice how intertwined the child is with Mandalorian for a lot of people um probably for the vast majority of people so when this moment comes I'm like again you know it's like wow this is a really ballsy move they they're actually going to do this and to Ahsoka finally I was like I can't train him you know um but then she tells him, you know, but go to, um, uh, what's the planet name? True, true something, true Um, hold on. I just typed it into Google because I was trying to, um, find out the name of it. Um, Ty, Typhon. That's what it is. Typhon. Um, so, you know, she tells him to go to Tython to, you know, the first Jedi temple and to put him on, on the slab. And if he calls out through the force, then maybe another Jedi master will hear him and come, come to him, which, you know, we'll come back to that in a second. So then it's like, okay, no. Okay. So, so maybe, so, you know, the child isn't leaving Mando, you know? You know, um, Grogu is is still going to be with us for for a bit, for a time. Um, they set up so many different things with this episode, though. So many different things. And again, I talked about this in either the last podcast I did or one of the last ones that I did. And I'm going to bring it up again now. The last... Um, investors meeting that Bob Iger had shortly after they might have had one since this but the investors meeting that Bob Iger had after 
Mandalorian came out, while they were starting to film season two, he told them that they would be able to spout off three or four different spin-off shows just from The Mandalorian. And I think we've already seen that sort of happen. And I don't think people... I don't think a certain amount of people are really catching on to that. I need to take a drink for a second. Apologize. Um, so... So here's the thing. So let's just talk about this. Here's what we know. At the end of episode one of this season, at the very end, we see Boba Fett. We know for the longest time ever that from the very beginnings of Disney buying Star Wars, a Boba Fett movie was something that Bob Iger wanted to do. And initially, I believe it was Josh Trank they had got on board to direct a Boba Fett movie. And then after everything that happened with Fantastic Four, or Fan4Stick, as I like to call it, um, you know, they sort of kind of let Trank go. Now, whether that was a good thing to do or a bad thing to do, doesn't really matter. They did it. So here's where we are. So here, I think... I am one of the people that I don't think we're ever going to see Boba Fett again in this show. At least not for a long time. I think he was solely there at the end of episode one to spark interest and to sort of put in the back of everybody's mind, oh, hey, Boba Fett. So that when the Boba Fett show comes out, everyone will want to go watch it. That's what I think is going to happen. Now, that's not me saying I don't want Boba Fett to show up in The Mandalorian. Are you kidding me? Boba Fett is my number one favorite Star Wars character. I say that all the time on this. Boba Fett and Luke Skywalker. Those are my boys. Those are my dudes. Those are my favorite characters in Star Wars. Um, after them, I really don't know um, the rest of the list. But they are my top two. So... Of course, I want to see more Boba Fett in The Mandalorian, especially him going up against Din. I think that would be amazing. But I didn't get that vibe from what they were doing. Um, so that's sort of my thoughts on that. Then, in episode three, we get Bo-Katan. Okay? Now, out of... All of the characters that we've been introduced to so far, the, the most likely character to reappear in The Mandalorian or be a yeah, reoccurring character in Mandalorian would be Bo-Katan because she's Mandalorian and of the ties because of the Darksaber and that storyline and everything. But honestly, even her, I think it was just set up. I think we might see her one more time either next episode or next last episode. Or maybe if they do like a two-part finale, sort of like they did last year, then we might get to see her in the last two episodes if they're going up against Moff Gideon. That's a possibility as well. But I think that's going to be the last time we see her, though. I don't think we're going to see her again in this series for a while, if ever. I 
think she was in this show to spark a Bo-Katan Mandalore centric show. Okay? That is two. Remember, Bob Iger said at his meeting they would be able to spin off at least four. He said at least four different shows. Which means if he's saying at least four, then he he's at least got to be talking to Lucasfilm to some point to have the idea, okay, these are things that they're thinking about. You know what I mean? You know, four is such, I think, a specific kind of number to really just be like, oh yeah, you know, we'll be able to throw out, you know, four different spinoffs from Mandalorian. It's like, really? That, that's a strange number. Because if you just mean you're going to be able to spark out X amount of shows, then I'll say, oh yeah, this is going so well that we will be able to, to spin off several different shows. You don't give a specific number. If he's saying four, we've got Boba Fett, that's one. Bo-Katan is two. Now let's talk about the last two, okay? In this episode, we hear Ahsoka ask for information about where Thrawn is. Now, something fans have been something that fans have been wanting since the end of Rebel season four is the continuation of that storyline, because we know at the end of Rebels, after the events of Return of the Jedi, that Ahsoka and Sabine go after looking for Ezra and Thrawn. And this, what we got to see in this episode, is a fucking continuation of that. There's your third series. I don't think we're ever going to see Ahsoka again in Mandalorian. Okay? And to add more proof to the pudding, if they had no intention of doing more with Ahsoka... I think we would have seen Ashley Eckstein play Ahsoka. If this was just going to be a one-off and we're going to see Ahsoka and that's it, then I think it would have behooved them to just go ahead and let Ashley do it. You know? She's been playing this character for as long as she has. Have her do training. Have her do some fitness stuff. Have her do some, you know, choreography. You know, give her the tools that she needs under her belt because acting wise I think she's got it you know and I know animated stuff is a lot different than live action but I do think that she has the ability to do it if she's given the tools that she needs to fill in the gaps between doing something animated and something live action but they didn't do that and they casted someone like Rosario Dawson to play Ahsoka. You don't get a Rosario Dawson if you don't have plans to do more with her. Okay, she's a A-list celebrity. And yeah, it's been a while since she's done anything super big. I think within the last few years, I think she did one or two movies and appeared in maybe some TV shows, I think. But, you know, she's not nearly as prevalent in the business as she used to be. But she is still an A-grade celebrity. She's one of the best in the business. You don't get somebody like her if you don't have other plans. And I think instead of getting it animated, I think we're going to get that Rebels continuation 
live action. And I think... Yeah, I think that's where we're going to see Ahsoka show up next. Is whatever they named this Rebels Part 2 show. Okay, so that's three. We've got Boba Fett. We've got Bogatan. We've got Rebels Part 2. Ahsoka. We'll just... We'll call it Ahsoka. <gasps> but here... <coughs> is what I think will be the most exciting one to the majority of people. And this is even something that I've talked about that I want to see as well. So again in this episode, when Ahsoka goes, says to Mando, you know, I can't train him, go to, go to Tython, you know, sit him on, on the, the thing and a Jedi Master might sense him and come to him. This is five years after Revenge of the Sith. Or not Revenge of the Sith, Return of the Jedi. This is five years after Return of the Jedi. Episode 6. Who would be running around at this point? Maybe collecting artifacts? Maybe... The beginnings of, I don't know, starting his Jedi Temple. You know. Luke motherfucking Skywalker, y'all. That's who. I think, to one degree or another, we are going to see Luke Skywalker show up in The Mandalorian. Which will again be a teaser for a Luke Skywalker spinoff series. And I don't think until we see Luke, we are going to get rid of Grogu. I think Grogu is going to stay with Mandalorian until he gets him to Master Luke Skywalker. And I'm going to add an asterisk to this and also add this. Who is somebody that is already in the Disney family? That would be a great young Skywalker. Young Luke Skywalker. Sebastian Stan. Do you guys not remember like a few years ago when those side-by-side -side pictures came out and the internet went fucking nuts? I mean, even Mark Hamill retweeted it. Everybody was talking about how much Sebastian Stan looks like a younger Mark Hamill. He's already in the Disney family. And he's absolutely got the, the, the acting chops. He can learn the cadence and how to speak and talk like Mark Hamill. And like a Luke Skywalker would. You know, he could absolutely do this. He's, he's fit. He, he can do the badass choreography. And again, he's already in the Disney family. Like, I know that's like the third time I've said it, but... It's one of those things where it's like everything is just so perfect. Everything is like just right there. It's just right there. And I really think moving forward, we are going to see some amazing stuff. Um, now, how far along they are with any of these individual projects, who knows, right? I mean, this season of Mandalorian isn't even over, so none of us 
fans have any clue what happens by the end. For all we know, Grogu could die by the end of season two, and I think Disney would get a lot of shit if they killed off little baby Yoda, but that's a possibility, you know? There's so many different things that could happen between now and the end of the season, but I think the one thing we can count on is we will get these shows at some point. Um, because we need more connective tissue between episode 6 and episode 7. We need more stuff in that time period. We need more stuff there, and we need High Republic material as well, which I want to do a podcast about High Republic stuff at some point coming up. Um, but... Um, we know we get we're getting the Obi Wan Kenobi series soon. They're they're starting production again next year sometime, I think. Um, and we know Cass, the Cassian Andor series is starting up production again as well at some point. So we know we're getting Obi Wan and Cassian Andor, and then we have these four other series potentially that they're working on as well. I think between all of this. We're going to get some good shit. We're going to get some amazing Star Wars content from Disney. Um, it is a little bit disappointing that probably none of these are going to be movies. And more importantly, probably none of them will be movies that play in a theater. Because I am a classic Star Wars fan who I love that feeling of going to the theater on opening day, first showing, and being in a theater with a bunch of other Star Wars fans and watching the movies, but we're in a different time. Whether because of the pandemic or another reason, you know, things change and we're at an era where entertainment is shifting and, and evolving. And as long as the movies don't go away completely, I'm okay with whatever Disney does. I just want more Star Wars and this incredibly excites me just this one season alone has teased us with a boba fett show a bo-katan show and a soka show and a luke skywalker show guys and this is all reasons why i've said for the last bit right you guys need to trust Disney. This has always been part of the plan. Out of everything that they've done, this has always been part of the plan. Meaning, they were always going to do original stuff and they were always going to do these series. Maybe not these specific series. You know, none of us can really speak to that. But I guarantee you that a lot of the stuff was always part of the plan. But they had to deal with the original trilogy cast first. I know we all kind of rolled our eyes. And we all kind of chuckled. Even me as somebody who is a huge fan of The Last Jedi. But that mantra from The Last Jedi, let the past die. Kill it if you have to. There is some truth to that in the real world. 
when it concerns Star Wars. Disney needed to kill off the original trilogy. And I don't mean that literally kill off or destroy, but they needed to deal with it. They needed to, they had to do whatever the sequel trilogy was going to be. They had to do that first before they could do anything else. That was always going to be the case. Because you have to look at, at it from a business point of view. I know we as fans, we want to live in this dream world. It's like, well, see if they really knew what they were doing. They would do it this way because, you know, blah, 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 this and blah, 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 blah. It's like, no, 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 guys, 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 guys. You have to think of it like a business. They would be, they would have been foolish to not do what they did. And now we're seeing that. Now we're officially seeing evidence of something that I've said since the beginning of Disney buying Star Wars. We're getting original Star Wars content that we haven't seen before. You know, we're getting connective tissue in between what we've gotten before, but the material we're getting is brand new. We just had to deal with the with the sequel trilogy first. We had to. We had to do episodes 7, 8, 9. There was no way that they could do all of this stuff first and then do that later. That's just not good business. Um, so yeah, that's all I really wanted to say. I think the future for Star Wars looks more bright than it ever has. I think this just goes to show that while Disney has not done everything perfect, and I'll be the first one to call out their failures to their face, Rogue Hello, Star Wars story. Just being honest here. They're doing a fantastic fucking job, though. A fantastic fucking job. And of course you guys know by me saying Rogue One and Solo Stories, I don't mean the movies are bad in of themselves. It's things surrounding those projects. Like with Catalyst, a Rogue One story book with Rogue One and all the stuff with Lord Miller and just how simplistic the story is in general. Things like that, you know. I love Solo and I love Rogue One. That's not me dissing on those movies at all. But it's just true, you know. Solo and Rogue One were both messes. They just were, um, overall. They could have They could have even been better than they were. They could have really been better than even they were. So thanks for listening, guys. I'll see you guys in the next podcast. Peace out.